Hello, everyone. Welcome to our new episode of the Path of the Woman podcast. Today, we have a special guest, George from ProVitality. Hello, George. Hello. How are you nice doing? Nice to have you. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Excited to be here. Yeah, <laughs> same. Um, yeah, we're going to talk uh, about some things business and why George has started his exciting business. Let's get into it. So um, tell me, please, um, when and why did you actually start your business and maybe a little bit of background, what it's about and yeah, why are you doing it? Yeah, sure. So, well, for me, I just decided what, what I value the most. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just freedom and yeah. being able to work on my own time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, I've always wanted to work from my laptop for the last like five to 10 years. Yeah. Tried crypto, tried Forex, but that was just like high stakes gambling. It didn't feel like you put in the work and you get this because yeah, if crypto so you put true. all your money in, it's a bit of a risky thing mm-hmm. unless you've got a lot of it to start with but <laughs> and also wanting to lose it exactly yeah because <laughs> most people actually lose it in a herd in the first yeah when they begin yeah and that's yeah, kind of what happened to me yeah. <laughs> well it's not a lot but i tr- played around with it and thought oh this isn't for me i was mm-hmm. looking at the charts every day it was just too stressful mm. so yeah so the reason i back to your question is i started business was just to have a way of earning more money to begin with just because I've sort of been doing odd jobs and sort of not really found anything that I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do as a career. Mm. But I realized I want things where I value freedom, ability to make more money if I want to Mm. on my own time, my own boss. And the best way to do that is to start your own business. Yeah, absolutely. Freedom is what drives us, I guess, as business owners. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, definitely one of the main things why I started it. And uh, yeah, I guess the freedom to also explore what's out there and being able to um, motivate yourself and get your creative ideas into life. So tell me a little bit more about what's your business background. Um, if it's your first business, I'm not sure, but also what kind of business is it? So I studied, I was actually, I was doing business at college mm-hmm. we, uh, among other sort of A-levels, but yep. then I decided to, do, to study law at university instead. Yep. Didn't get on so well after two years. It was like a six year course. And oh, I was like, wow. after two years, I'm already having doubts. So I don't want to put another four years into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just went traveling and then actually had a bit more life experience because making that decision at 18 is like crazy. Like you need to understand what you want and your values. It is crazy. I always thought about that. But yeah. Yeah. So in in regards to my, it is my first business. Yeah. So I've, um, I've been a part of other businesses. Yeah. Like, and I've seen like sort of the grassroots up sort of thing and seeing how they do it. And I think, cause I was always had that sort of interest in business from a young age, Mm -hmm. every time I was in a business scenario or working for someone, I'd sort of like be tuned into picking up how they're doing this, yep. how they're treating their staff, like how much they care about the bottom line. Like, do they care more about the customers? Like mm. kind of doing that sort of mental gymnastics, but sort yep. of unconsciously. Yeah. And um, yeah, just sort of picking up ideas. And I worked, when I worked over in Greece, I worked for this this really successful, like multi-millionaire who, oh, wow. who ran a business out there. And it was like, I mean, he wasn't the greatest dude, but <laughs> he had a successful business. So I was yeah. like, oh, well, this guy can do it. Got so. some skills from that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, amazing. And what do you actually do in your business? So I understand it's like online sales yeah, so platform. The, yeah, so the yeah. um the model's drop shipping, which is a like become a buzzword now. Yeah. So whenever yeah. I say that, people are like, oh, like because it's it it was a, a new fad and it still kind of is, but mm. it was just sort of a lot of scammers got in on it and yeah, made it definitely. look like you can be a millionaire overnight. But it's yeah. like anything; it, it's yeah. not going to work overnight. Yeah. You got to put real work in. Yeah, exactly. And most of the people that start drop shipping realize after a few weeks, oh, hang on, there's quite a lot of work here because mm. they they buy into it like a get rich quick scheme. 
Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like any business, like yeah. you've got to put in the, the hours yeah, at the start. You have to understand also how business works and how to build, I guess, an online store because mm-hmm. essentially it is an online store, isn't it? And I feel like from what you told me, it's a little bit different, like what the online store that you have and from other dropshipping drop shipping companies that I've um, seen and witnessed grow, I feel like yours is a little bit different in terms of like the product and how, tell us a little bit more, yeah. what, what are you selling? Oh yeah, so I'll tell you about the, the business itself. So. Yeah. I've got my own website that I use with Shopify. It's a great platform for building anything. Yeah. And it's pretty simple. Like it's just drag and drop. You haven't got to know any code because that scared me at the start. I was like, well, it's yeah, like learning building a whole your new own language. Website. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have to like outsource and pay someone else. Exactly. It's and pretty it, easy to learn, I have to say. For sure. Yeah. It's yeah. like there's so many tutorials online and there's, so, there's a wealth of information out there that's free. Yeah. So the actual business itself, I have a website, www.provitality.com.au. And yeah, quick plug. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, so I sell other people's products. I'm kind of like the middleman. Right. More like a marketing role, you'd say. So even though I have my own store and it's my own entity, Mm -hmm. I contact suppliers and I get their approval to sell their products. Yeah. And I sell their products at minimum advertised price or that price. So they say you can only sell it at this price and you can't drop down, you can't go up. And I've got honor that. And then once I make a sale, I just invoice them for the sale minus whatever my percentage is. Right. So it varies my things I sell the most of which are the saunas it's only 15% because yeah. it's quite they they have low manufacturing costs and they only yeah. work with slight margins mm. and then other companies I work I get 40% with the treadmills so it's like I sell more of the saunas but at a lower rate lower percentage so I'm, obviously it's better to sell more of the fitness stuff yeah but it's always flexible like you, you, you come to your supplier and be like right these are my terms but obviously you got your back against the wall when it's, you start your business mm. like I'll take 10% I'll take 5% just let me work with you yeah. so you can't really demand too much early on yeah. So, but now I've sold a few, I can go back and say, look, I want to carry on working with you. We've got, these are, this, these are what I've done. Like give them an actual history of like, I've worked, this is, this, this works. Mm-hmm. And can I have an extra 5% or 10%? Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so I just work off like a commission basis essentially. Yeah. And I market through Google ads and you can market through any, any platform like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, but Google, I mean, I've been in business for six months and been studying the space for like probably a year and a half. Yeah. And I want to master Google ads before moving to anything else. Yeah. Cause right. it's like. I mean, Facebook ads, it's hard. It depends who you speak to. Some say the time is done. Some say they're getting really good. Mm-hmm. But I sort of stick into what I know at the minute. Yeah. And it seems to be working okay. So pretty well. Pretty so I think, yeah, I'll just stick and just sort of try and scale from Google ads and not try and do too much at once. Because mm. as you are saying about like being new in business, it's very easy to try and put your fingers in a lot of pies. Mm. And you should you, you detract away from what's actually important. If you've yeah. got too many things you're trying to do, then you end up just I getting agree. confused. I agree. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think one of the downsides of running your own business is to be able to time manage in the time that you do have dedicated to your business to prioritize the tasks that leverage you the most and that you can leverage in terms of bringing revenue um and i guess i want to talk a little bit more about like what drives you into building your business and um, obviously, I'm not sure if you're passionate just about sales or, mm-hmm. you know, you're passionate about particular products that you're selling, but what is it actually that drives you to continue and to grow your business further? Well, it's a thought mainly of being able to work completely for myself. Yeah. Like at the moment, I'm working like 10 to 20 hours a week doing cleaning just to sort yeah, of, right. just as like a, a backup in case I don't make a certain amount of sales or in case if I don't make any sales and I have to pay. Side. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm at that point where I could back off, but it's just hard that transition. But what drives me is just being able to be completely self-reliant mm. coming back to freedom it's like i can make money from my laptop in wherever in the world i don't have a boss mm. like for the last two nights i've started work at 6 p.m yeah <laughs> and just spent the whole day doing stuff fun stuff yeah and that's also what drives me because 
for me, I get my fulfillment out of doing things creatively. Mm -hmm. I love surfing, mountain biking, singing, playing music. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you enjoy. Yeah, and I just want to free my time up so I can work 10, 15 hours a week on my laptop and then just fill the rest of it with fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. 10 to 15 hours sounds like a dream. And I mm -hmm. guess a lot of people don't realize that uh, business is very fluid and you can kind of make it work for you mm -hmm. as long as we know the basics and um those actually take a long time to learn. I feel like, you know, from your experience, what you said, hanging around or working for someone who has a successful business and actually being able to witness. And then later in life, when you are ready, you can apply it. But I think, um, yeah, a lot of people think that business just starts to pump this millions and mm -hmm. it's just so easy or like you know if you go viral again yeah like it's a dream come true maybe it happened a few times for some people but i think the actual work behind it is doing doing the tasks that you don't always enjoy um like you know for example i don't really enjoy doing marketing but i have to keep pushing it because that's essentially how you get your business out there um yeah so that's really cool that you have been pursuing something that to give you that freedom mm -hmm. and um I see you have a lot of other passions. What is it ultimately that you would like to do maybe later in life or would you like to just keep doing this sort of business that you do? So this is more of a gateway to do things that I actually am more passionate and, mm. and sort of, cause I mean, marketing, I was interested in it before. Yeah. Like I used to do that, used to work in sales and I used to love it, but it's more, it's quite cutthroat. It's quite manipulative. The business world can be. Mm. So then once you sort of grow up a little bit more and realize that, it's sort of some types of marketing is just about selling a product. It's not about the person, not about the price. It's just mm -hmm. about, right, buy this. I'm going to throw it down, your, chuck it down your throat until you buy it. Yeah. And I didn't like that side of business. Like I want to have a, a fair sort of, you make, you make, I make some money, you get a good deal. Mm -hmm. You tell your friends about it. Like it's a good experience. I don't yeah. want to just care about that bottom line because yeah. people get it twisted. They think I did the same thing when I first got into business. I was like, oh, I've got to work 50 hours a week, like Warren Buffett, I've got to do this, I've got to be on my laptop till midnight. Yeah. And to be fair, for the first year or first six months, I was doing quite a lot of work because it's just, just what I get obsessed with things. And yeah. I was just like, my whole mind is what I could think about 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So if I wasn't doing it, it was just like, okay, let's do it. I might as well use this time. Mm -hmm. So it's handy because I get good at things quickly, but mm -hmm. I do need to watch myself and be like, right, you can like take a couple of hours off to yeah, think about something else. you can actually else. have a break to give, I guess also, new ideas flow when you do have that break and you do other things that you enjoy. But I have this um, awesome guy that I listen to, Alex um, Hermosi, I'm pretty sure I told you about him and he's like loving, like a bit like you, he's just like loves and obsessed about building a business. It's mm -hmm. not so much the money that drives him, which I feel like um, these days people feel like it's wrong to be driven by money, but I think it's a main security in this world. Unfortunately, we do get driven by money in the first place. But then I think what people realize quickly is that the money isn't what makes you happy and it's the passion and something that we enjoy. And I guess, uh, creativity behind creating whatever you are creating. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, yeah, personally, doing that you know like rabbit hole oh like i have to achieve my goals and um keep pushing which is great but then i feel that's when burnout kicks in it's and unsustainable then for sure exactly yeah. and then we just completely stop enjoying even if we were enjoying it at the start mm -hmm. so i feel like you're right about you know like yeah you can work 100 hours if you work if you want and this guy alex here 
is like he just loves working and he's mm-hmm. like you know people tell me to take a break but why would i take a break if i actually want to work mm-hmm. but i think it comes to a personal choice you know some people want to work 10 hours and some people like working 50 plus maybe that's also i feel like a lot of us feel like we have to mm-hmm. in the society it's got sort of like people question like oh what do you do if you don't work like you know it's yeah. sort of like a bit weird so i feel a lot of the times um yeah it's that pressure from mm-hmm. society that creates a should but then essentially we shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing anything and it's up to us especially as business owners uh and i mean like if you can make great income at 15 hours a week that's awesome like for the mm-hmm. rest of your life having that online business um do you think you'd be able you'd be open to teaching people maybe how to do it once you've learned the formula and how to actually because i think like so many young entrepreneurs because i know you're quite young you're essentially under 30 and you're Mm. running a successful business and you do have a side job but i think that's really inspiring and i feel like a lot of people could get use of that Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people employed especially in this area environment where we live and um it's a lot of the jobs that people don't really enjoy so Mm -hmm. um would you be open to maybe doing some sort of coaching in the next few years once you set up your business yeah potentially because i do love teaching people and I think it's almost good to learn like solidify the knowledge yourself if you mm-hmm. then have to explain it to people yeah. but what I see is oversaturated with drop shipping is there's loads of like quote unquote gurus out there that's, mm-hmm. that have these pictures these Lamborghinis on Instagram like yeah, join yeah, this I'm, I'm gonna make you money overnight <laughs> and it, that's why drop shipping does get that bad rep yeah I'd come at it at a different angle like for me I before I even started I wrote down like what are my goals what do I want to achieve through this Mm-hmm. And then sort of, you haven't got to stick to that fully, but at least go with it. Yeah. Because with these gurus, they're like, oh, make your first sale, then buy a Lambo, buy a house, buy this, buy that. But not everyone wants that. And mm-hmm. I'm literally not fussed about that. I just, yeah. for me, I've set my life up in a way where I own everything. I only pay barely even $200 rent a week. Mm-hmm. My phone That's bills, I own the phone, so I haven't got to pay a horrendous bill. Mm-hmm. I've got my car. So my weekly expenses are $400. Oh, wow. And That's pretty good. that is all I need to cover my bills. Mm-hmm. And... The last two weeks, probably profit of a couple grand. Um, so that's way covered my rent. Yeah. So for me, it's like if I can get between one and two thousand, I'm sweet. Like it's not a big, but some people have these bills with their the cars and they got the mortgage and they got the job. But back to what you're saying about teaching, I'd come at it like I'm do I'm not doing it to get you rich. I'm doing it so you can live your life. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I want you to have because money for me is just whatever. Like it's probably fifth or sixth on the list of priorities of what I define as success and wealth. Yeah. But you do need it, as you said earlier, in the society, like you need it to have your basic needs met. Yeah. And if you can meet your basic needs and you have, there's so many hours in a day to do stuff that's more fulfilling to you. Mm. And for me, I don't love the process, the whole day-to-day business. I like, I love talking to customers, giving them good deals, like do it like working with logistics companies. Like I like the numbers sort of side of thing, yeah. but I don't so much like the monotonous uploading of products because yeah, there's all this stuff that goes on behind the scenes to run the website. Yeah. You've got to change prices. You've got to change SKUs, like SKUs. It's got a lot of this monotonous day-to-day, which yeah. you have to do unless like you want to outsource. Admin maintenance. Yeah. But like, yeah. So at the start, it was great. Getting your first sale was like, oh, wow, this actually works. So someone starts giving you like bigger amounts of money. You're like, whoa, if someone trusts me with like 10 grand. It's like, yeah. wow, I've never had this before. Yeah, exactly. It's so exciting. <clears throat> yeah. At the start, it's super exciting. But now it's almost like that excitement, initial excitement has gone away. Mm-hmm. But it's, I can see how you can get like scale, 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 scale. Like the money's never enough. Yeah. Like I can see how people fall into that trap. Yeah, absolutely. But just to bring it back, like a lot of teachers do teach that. Like there's no ceiling. It's just right. Work, 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 get yeah. this, get that, get that, buy this, buy this, buy that, buy that. But that's, I, 
I'd come across in a way where it's like, right, what do you want? What do you want to do with your life? And we'll, we'll work from there. Because mm. I don't think I'd rather have small costs and a lesser profit than have two thousand dollars worth of bills a week. And yeah. ha- then I have to earn two thousand. Otherwise, yeah, it's like I'm it puts done. the pressure up, and then you have all the mortgages and exactly all the things to pay off for the rest of your life. And it's just like you can never stop working. I think some people's worth they've got families, if they've got houses, or they've, they've got these, they've rack up this responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then that is you now. You are a provider. Like if you've got family, then that is you. You've got to lock in. And for some people, it motivates them more because they've got a family to care for. Yeah. But being younger, it's like I want to pursue my dreams. And it's like this gives me the avenue to do that because I know if I haven't got work, because cleaning is a proper, like, sort of, it's not evergreen, it's a seasonal business. So yeah. at the minute, it's pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. But for the last, it's actually quite good to come on the podcast at this time because the last two weeks, I've had my best two weeks, right. but also the worst with the cleaning because there's oh. been, I've probably worked like 10 hours. Wow. like maybe 15 20 over the last two weeks mm-hmm. and I'll, before i would have been oh no like I'm, i've got this to pay for i've got this i need to do that but now it's like no i'm, I'm okay like yeah. I, i've yeah and the business has done the best so it's almost like the yin and yang of the world where yeah. it's like some things might falter but other things will go up it's exactly. just about finding that you got balance the, got the balance yeah so true um yeah that's um really to the point i guess um why owning a business is such a roller coaster because I feel like a lot of pe- people do want to start a business but they're scared to leave their full-time job or part-time job the one that actually pays their bills and gives them security and I guess it's such a good example that you gave that you still have the side job to cover your bills just in case your mm-hmm. online doesn't do well but it seems like it's doing great and um, I guess a lot of the jobs these days they're all seasonal you know like my business is the same and just mm-hmm. goes up and down and I feel like you can never predict that as well I mean there are some seasons that you can but then there are certain months it's just like no sales and um, yeah it's challenging at times to be definitely like just fully 100% invested into your business alone and I guess for that reason, people start different things or find another job. Um, yeah. What is your plan for the next five years? Do you think you're going to continue with this current business or build a new one or have another avenue of some things you want to pursue? So the good thing about this model being drop shipping is a formula. Like once you've done it once, you can replicate it as many yeah. times as in as many countries as you want. Yeah. So my, my goals have changed a lot in the last three or four months, which I think is good. You can't be too married to a plan. Yeah. So my goal was in two years to live in Thailand okay. and then obviously drop, drop my costs even more. Yeah. And then as long as I made a thousand, two thousand $2,000 a week, like put some away yeah. and, and easily live out there Yeah. and then just do like Mai Tai kickboxing, go surfing, like just do stuff that I brings fulfillment and joy to myself yeah, rather exactly. than just chasing this ever moving goalpost, which businesses like, it's like, you need to understand you to turn around and look where you've come. You can't just be looking at the, the next shiny object and people yeah. get stuck with the shiny object syndrome People get stuck in that Absolutely. a lot so that was my plan to live in thailand and be completely like a digital nomad just mm-hmm. move like live in a studio or live in like a hostel and just yeah. sort of operate the business from there yeah and i was doing this so i could yeah as i said pr- pursue more f- things creatively and have more time but my goals is because i've sort of i've always as we spoke about earlier about getting into music oh, cool. and i'm like I'm trying to have this, make this business successful so that I have more free time to pursue creative things, mm. but why not have this as a, a safety net and then just pursue my creative things in my normal life and then just have, rather than the business being my full focus, it's there to cover my bills so yeah. I can then pursue singing, acting, like stuff that I want to do. You actually enjoy. Exactly. Rather than be like, oh no, I'm married to this money and then I can do that and it doesn't matter how many years it takes me to make a 10 bucks from it, I've got this safety net which only needs five to 10 hours of work a week yeah, before outsourcing awesome. 
So yeah, it's but figuring out dropship. If you want to make more money, you can. It's scalable, and you can put in hours and hours, and you will. There is a, a clear path to success. Yeah. Like if you put in the hours, you will get the result. Okay. But I sort of was putting in so many hours at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I started to resent it. Like I was doing two or three hours a day for the last like mm-hmm. year, which doesn't seem like much, but no. after a year of it. And then became like, right, I've got this list. I've got to complete that. I've got to complete that. I've got to complete that. And then I would lay in bed like, okay, right, I feel productive today. Like it was a good feeling. Like yeah. I want to get tick off all my things. Yeah. And then it got to a point where it was like, it started to feel like work. And the whole okay. point of me doing this was to get out of working, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the initial spark had sort of gone because I've made the sales, made it profitable. Because at the first six months or however long it takes, you're just chasing to get it to get in the green yeah, like you just you just don't want level. it to cost you anything yeah because okay. you're like and that motivates is a good motivation because you're like oh I'm, am i gonna get rent this week like motivates you not more but now like yeah. i'm consistently broke well consistently broke even and making money yeah the motivation has kind of gone away a bit yeah. because like for me i've never i don't have these dreams of having thousands of millions of mo- like pat of dollars i've just want enough to so i can pursue things i enjoy yeah. and have more loving relationships give more well the other main factor of the drive and going back to what you said earlier was family like i want to have a family not sure when, but in the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And I, if I need money, extra money for something, then I could just put more effort into this and scale it up. Okay. And time, it goes back to freedom. Like I want to have time to spend my kids. I don't want to be this dad that's working nine to five, comes yeah. home, is grumpy and tired in the evenings, doesn't nurture and love their kids. Yeah, absolutely. No, Coming from the, like a, a background of family that went through that, it's like, I know I definitely don't, don't want that. <laughs> yeah, that's very relatable. And I think a lot of people, that's like a dream, um, thing to have a dream business that you started so early and i think a lot of people realize that later in life like after their 30s maybe that oh well like i'm getting older and i do want to spend time with family whether or not you have kids or a partner even just spend time with whoever you have around and Mm -hmm. by yourself and just enjoy life and i think that's such a great formula that you got there um to be essentially working less and enjoying more time Mm -hmm. with and freedom with who you love and what you love doing most if that's not working in in certain people do enjoy that i guess and gives them satisfaction but yeah i do personally agree with you and i think that's the main motivation why i started the business and yeah sometimes i catch myself doing like hours of work a day and i'm like what am i actually doing and i think a lot of the times it's like yeah ticking that box off that i've been productive and it's not necessarily just it brought me more business or more sales it's more like oh i've done something Mm -hmm. and though I am worthy, but I think a lot of the times it's not, yeah, it's like a internal tick that we have to mm-hmm. <laughs> just like remove it and then be like, well, even if I don't do it, I'm fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you think that this product is viable for a long time or would you need to then find a new, because I know dropshipping, they do change some products. People say they sell for like five weeks and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. So you seem to be selling this product for more than six months now. Yeah. Is that something that is like a proven product to work? How did you find that? So in the model that I base it off, it's not about the product. A lot of, that's what I wanted to get away from dropshipping because I didn't want to sell like trinkets from China at yeah, like a hundred yeah, percent margin, but selling it for 20 bucks, making uh, like, yeah. selling it for 20 bucks, buying it for like a dollar, making like $19. So that's a lot of fulfillment, a lot of mm. shipping, and there's a lot of admin going on there. So yeah. I, ran, I want to work with Australian suppliers that are reputable and it's all mm. under, governed under Australian standards. Yeah. And I don't want to have to rely on another country because with COVID that happened, obviously it shut down a lot of businesses because they couldn't get those across. And I'm sure a lot of the parts that I sell come from China, Mm -hmm. but it's sort of, I'm not involved in that. So it's like that's that for them to do well, they'd have to pull the strings and then Mm -hmm. I can just benefit from that. Okay. So 
yes and no. The products can be seasonal, season mm-hmm. seasonal. Like luckily, I sell is the health and fitness um, niche, okay. which hopefully would be an evergreen thing. Like you think it's becoming. Well, it's, we know it's important already, but even more so now with the yoga and Pilates becoming a bit more popular, like yep. saunas and ice baths, which is what I sell, like, yep. you know, those it's spaces. one of the biggest trends right now. Exactly. And yep. I didn't even do it for the trend. Like I thought, right, what kind of people do I want to deal with day to day? Like if I sold, I don't know, like four wheel drive winches, like the people you're dealing with are going to be like tradies, they're yep. going to be quite rough, maybe quite rough. And yep. it's like, I want to be dealing with people that, not say that people that are into health and fitness are more happy or into yoga or into Pilates. It's just they're more conscious yeah more conscious and it's nicer to deal with and you're dealing with people a lot like i must answer the phone once or twice a day maybe it can be even more sometimes you're spending ages talking to these customers helping them out and you want to be dealing with people that are sort of that you're happy to deal with and yeah so back what you're saying about is it going to be viable i might i can move to different suppliers within the niche like Mm -hmm. my niche is health and fitness so it's quite broad so you can sort of go anything from ice baths to treadmills to like spas to yeah. anything really that fits into that. Mm. So the products might not sell very well, but I can just go find some more supplies in that space that's selling a, a product that does sell well. Okay. And I only sell high ticket products that are $2,000 up, upwards. Okay. I don't bother, bother with low ticket because low ticket is very like a trend. Like you get on a trend like selfie stick or like mm. ring light, like you hop on those trends. Whereas high ticket items tend to be evergreen. Like okay. people are always going to need saunas. They're always going to need treadmills. It's not just a trend. It's a thing that people have consistently for the last 10, 15 years mm. bought. And there's some data on that. Okay. And for me, I didn't want to put this much effort into something that could just go overnight or mm. in a few weeks. Mm. And the good thing about the high ticket drop shipping is you're building an asset. So if I can, which is profitable now, and then say in a year or two down the track, I can sell it for 10x, 100x times multiple of what I earn that month. Mm. And someone will buy it as a revenue stream. Yeah. But if I did a, like a sold trinkets from China, that has six months of up, 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 and then six months of just yep. plummeting. No one's yep. going to buy that. Yeah, Whereas exactly. mine's like, I want to build something that I can sell. So Whereas a, a lot of drop shipping is like fly by night drop shipping, they call it, yep. where you come in, you get your money, you get out, and then you open another store, come yep. in and get your money, yep. which is, for me, it's unreliable. It's also a bit like, not manipulative, but you're not, what are you doing in there? You're not giving someone, it's not at like least I'm, feeling really. exactly. I feel like I'm helping yeah. people achieve their fitness goals, getting yeah. saunas, getting better, and hopefully improving their life. Whereas I feel sad than someone, I hate to keep using an example, but like a selfie stick that was massive. Like a lot of dropshipping people made yeah. low, especially with e-bikes as well when they yeah. first came out, like yeah. the cheaper sort of Chinese one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty cool. I mean, you're helping someone out there, but yeah. <laughs> with the selfie stick, it's For like, sure. I, I just feel like I'm just, I feel like you could just be a robot doing that sort of yeah, thing. Like exactly. I feel like there's no personal touch and it's mm-hmm. a bit manipulative because you're trying to pop up in front of people on Instagram or Facebook. And it's like, a lot of people don't want to be hit with advertisements when they're looking at what their granddad's have for dinner or something yeah, like yeah, they don't yeah. want to be hit. That's called like, like invasive marketing, I guess. Yeah. Whereas mine is through Google, people, if people search for it, it comes up, it's not too invasive. It's has like, I'm offering more of a service Mm. than rather just having like a, a, a money making machine that some people have. Yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping it will be, um, a viable, like the products will sell like God knows how long I'm hoping, but it's like business. It, you can't have any expectations. Like, and if my best seller, which is the saunas now, just disappear overnight, then I'd just go on looking for more. Okay. And you're always looking for more supplies. Like I'm always seeing what, what's new what's new in the space mm. what's in the trend like who's mm. selling a, a lot of this and i'm always ringing suppliers and asking so you speak to normally like a gatekeeper at the start and then you try and speak to someone who can make decisions and you, mm. you just give them the spiel and hopefully you can work with them but some people are better than others you want to pick supplies that are good to work with like yeah. i've had unfortunately this is what caught, sort of demotivated me with the business is because i just spent ages trying to land these two suppliers of mm. spas that are like ten thousand plus and also um 
some ice baths, which are like five or 6,000. And there's some spaces that I, I identified there was some, some demand, but I didn't sell those products. Okay. So I spent about 20 hours uploading oh, everything wow. to my website. And then I've been trying to contact these suppliers and they've both gone under, oh, gone no bust. Way. Or one definitely has, I'm not sure about the other one. I just can't get through to them. Yeah, that's really- But it's like, this was a, yeah, it was a big like punch in the chest. Cause it's like, okay, great. I can sell this, I can mm. do that. Just like upload everything, spent ages doing it. And now I can't even get through to them. And when I do that, there's other people ringing me to try and get in contact with them. Cause they've just bought a spa of them and they oh haven't, haven't had any follow-up, haven't that's heard anything. Huge. Yeah. So it's like kind of good that I dodged a bullet of working with people like that. Mm. But also like, you got to realize that time, it doesn't always translate to money with when it's your own business. No. Like I haven't, I've only just paid myself and I've been in business like a, yeah, a year, I guess now. Like I could have paid myself before, but for me, I was like, right back in the business, grow it, grow it, grow it, grow it. But now I've sort of, my goals have changed and I've sort of realigned that. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, congratulations on paying yourself. I think <laughs> that's an amazing goal achieved. And essentially, I think we do want to get paid in the business uh, from the start because I feel like the hard work needs to be reimbursed in um one way or another i've been told um yeah because i have the, done the same i don't want the same mistake but the, the same kind of thing where i didn't pay myself for about six months and someone said like what are you doing you need to pay yourself before you pay all of your bills and i was like no i can't afford to pay myself and they're like no you're gonna put that you know like it just goes before tax like so basically you pay all of your expenses before you pay your tax mm -hmm. and then um yeah that's how you work it out and um i guess once i did that it just put more value into the work i'm doing and um, it was really a valuable lesson to bring on and i really relate to a lot of the things that you've mentioned um and i think yeah keep doing what you're doing it sounds like you're doing a great job with your business and i hope it does really well and i do agree that you're um selling high ticket is probably a little bit harder in terms of that you do always contact the customer like for example in my business i don't really talk to any customers ever unless they have like a special request so they email me i've never spoken to a customer over the phone yeah except the market so i guess because it's a high ticket i've heard that you sell it a little bit differently mm -hmm. because you there's yeah there's more like emotion involved and you kind of have to sell them on that like you know feel good um so yeah it's great and i guess it just takes away that um feeling lonely in the business because you do actually dealing with customers like face-to-face -face almost mm -hmm. on the phone, but face-to-face -face and create like personal relationships, which I think is a great. Okay. So yeah, I feel so, um, it's, it's been amazing and I'm so excited for you for building your business and I hope it keeps going the way it does. Um, and is there anything you'd like to add, um, to today's episode? Yeah, it's been great. And thanks for your time oh, and I um, really enjoyed it. Yeah, likewise. So yeah, I'd probably just add, when people get into business, like you need to understand that business is like synonymous with responsibility. Mm. Like before I used to work, I've done all sorts of jobs and it's just, you punch in, you punch out, that's you, you forget about it. But yeah. business 24 seven, like yeah. you have no days off. If someone calls me at 10 o'clock at night, obviously it's optional if you answer, but yeah. it's your own thing. So I answer and I try and build sort of rapport or mm. get a sale through that. And it's, you can sort of get to the point where you come home, you relax, but then something might come up. So people need to realize that it is a lot of more responsibility going into it. Yeah. But then also that is what you're getting paid for. Like you are and bring it back mm -hmm. to paying yourself. Like it was only you that mentioned it the other day, paying yourself where, where I'm like, Oh yeah, hang on. I'm doing a lot of work here. Yeah. I should be paying myself. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I agree with that. Like, even if it's 50 bucks, I like, just have that habit of paying yourself yeah. because it's like almost like basic human needs, right? We need to be rewarded for the work we do. Absolutely. And even if it's a small amount, it's still, it gets you into that habit and routine and then mm -hmm. it's tax deductible too, which is great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it really. I just think, 
understand that it's a lot there's a lot to business but that's what makes it fun there's a lot of things to learn a lot of things to do and it's not even just the business journey it's the personal journey like yeah. that is more important for me yeah. it's given me the self-esteem and the confidence to try other things because mm. i was absolutely scared ringing suppliers like speaking to ceos mm. that i had no experience in business right and i was mm. just speaking to the ceos probably with a shaking in my voice like being worried as yeah and i still do now if i've got an important call i get nervous like everyone does like yeah. you have that little imposter syndrome that you can yeah. that sort of like knocking at the door yeah. but yeah i think it's just great not just for making money and supporting your family or yourself it's also great for learning you know what i can do this like you see people doing it you're like that for, for, it, it minimizes the gap between you and someone who's uber successful because you realize it is just consistent work and i think taking action consistently is a lot more effective than getting obsessed and stuck into something yeah like one percent over the year every day is going to amount to a lot more than doing a hundred percent in two weeks mm. it limits burnout and yeah just get, means you'll be more successful in the long run like it hasn't got to happen overnight and that's what i had to get out of my own head where this is a this is a marathon not a sprint mm, exactly and i feel like it comes uh back to the values of the 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 why i started this podcast it mainly is to teach people um around finding balance when we start a business because yes there is ambition and the why behind us running things and the passion or whatever drives you maybe getting security and getting away from the full-time job that we have or whatever it is and providing for the family but i think essentially um yes we do want to find a balance whatever that means for everyone you know a particular person might have a different understanding of balance and i feel like the importance is to not burn out mm -hmm. and not to hate whatever you're doing because i feel like a lot of people complain about hating their job but then also complain from working so much in a business. So I think uh, we don't want to hate what we created, mm -hmm. essentially. And mm -hmm. obviously, if we do, that means we'll have to start over and do something else. And I feel like, yeah, the idea behind it is actually to actually enjoy and um, create something that is wholesome and brings us fulfillment in life and brings us um, that happiness that we're looking um, at whenever we are, just like creating things that, bring and also teach our kids you know mm -hmm. that it's possible not to go to work and hate it and mm -hmm. not to um yeah tell everyone that your employers shit like yeah i feel like it's those things that motivate us in the first place but then yeah finding that balance between actually paying yourself first and really honoring that time that was spent for the business and finding some boundaries with like when it's time to rest and give yourself a break and give your mind a break um so yeah thank you so much there's some really valuable lessons i think for those who are looking to start or just started a business and even along the journey i do enjoy listening to people who um give like a, a, an advice on the startups mm -hmm. because i feel like uh, even if you had a business for a while you do forget those fundamentals so yeah thanks um really great to have you today and thank you so much for all of your beautiful insights and lessons i hope you're thriving in your business and whatever you decide to do in the future thank you so much all the best and thanks for everyone for listening <laughs> yeah thank you enjoy i hope you enjoy this um, episode bye now Thank you.